Flicks and Music Mix. We're your hosts. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kevin. On this podcast, we discuss horror films and scores with both fans of the genre and professionals of the music and film industry. Our goal with this podcast is to meld our love of horror with our passion for music, hoping to inspire our listeners to appreciate all elements of the art of film. We have a guest today. Yeah, we have a guest. I'll let you introduce the guest. Co- you got well, the guest. The, the guest should introduce herself. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, okay. Of course. Who's the Welcome. Guest? Why don't you hey. introduce yourself, James, and tell us. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. so great to have you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Of course. Thanks so first, um, I mean, obviously, tell us a little bit about you. Like, you know, what do you, what do, you do? We know you're an artist. Yeah. So it's I've cool done, to have artists on the program. It's an art for both you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're not revealing right. artists yet. It's oh. not yet. It's not oh. yet. We're getting well, yeah. oh, okay. We'll get there. But okay. yeah, I've done art for both you guys. So thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for letting me do art for you and not for choosing AI bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fuck that. <laughs> yes. There we go. Right. Yeah. So artists, anything else about artists, you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just kind of do all crafter. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. I'll kind of, yeah, I dabble. Dabble. A dabbler. <laughs> All right, so what, um, what's your history with horror movies? Like, what's some of the first horror movies you watched, or what are some that stick out in your mind growing up, stuff like that? So, like, my parents are pretty old, so growing up, I started with, like, Alfred Hitchcock's, like, oh, nice. The Birds, and at a really young age, which probably wasn't good, but... Oh. <laughs> terrified of birds yeah yeah later later in life uh like i remember watching a child's play movie when i was in like second grade and like having having to go into the bathroom because i'm like dry heaving because i'm so scared Mm -hmm. but then like getting over it and being like oh my god that was so much fun so then after that it was just like i'm all in sweet that's awesome so yeah just your parents kind of were showing you some of these movies and you're like "Eh, interesting and the rest you just kind of found out on your own yeah like i i have an older brother so he was always like do you want to watch this i'm like yeah and then like terrified (laughs) but i got over it and then i was like chasing that thrill of like making it through the horror movie enjoying Mm -hmm. it and being like i need more i need to get more scared Hell yeah. And then also having that like influence music at a young age and then, mm. just, you know, getting into creepy stuff and oh, of course, <laughs> never being able to be satisfied. I like it. All right. So now here's the big question. You can do, you know, top five or one. What are some of your favorite horror films? I think like Rosemary's Baby. Uh, mm. I can't wait to go over that one at some point. Yeah. The movie classic. Great. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't come prepared. Oh, that's okay. I'll just <laughs> put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's... I should have prepared. Um, like the birds and Psycho. Okay, yeah. Um, have you guys seen Men? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I fucking love that movie. That was great. I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> yes. I took my wife and she was like, that in that awesome. last scene, she was just like, <laughs> it, was, it was just gone. 
<laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah, yeah. Annie and what i saw the... that at the alamo when mm-hmm. we were like up in denver and she was just like what the fuck did we just watch <laughs> it could like it could have been done so poorly and they could have fucked it up but i think they nailed it oh yeah. that movie's great yeah, yeah. no it had a lot of it had a lot to say and yeah. i liked that about it yeah so. mm-hmm. definitely like a24 movies They've been coming out with a lot of good stuff lately, yes. so yeah. into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of worship anything A24. I did sure. just see, I shared it on the podcast page, uh, apparently A24 is getting into a contract with HBO Max, and mm. once all of their movies leave theaters, it goes on HBO Max. That's cool. So it's like, sweet, I can yeah. watch all of them. The reason now. to keep HBO Max. Yes. <laughs> no, that's that thing. They have that. They have a good selection of horror films. They have great TV shows like Sopranos and The Wire. Mm. I'm obsessed with those. Yeah. We, just, yeah, start, just, we just started watching Curb. Your oh, I love that show. Not horror, of course, people, yeah. but, but it's still so good. Hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Great stuff. Well, that's awesome. So now let's get into today. James, what are your overall thoughts on, I guess, (laughs) this gem of a movie? Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yes. Uh, Part one and two, but part two is both. So Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. So like we discussed earlier, when I brought it up, you gave me affirmation as if you had seen it. So I was like, oh, it's fine. You know how, like, awful it is. Mm. But I had only ever seen the second one. So I think I saw it for the first time in like 2008, 2009. Mm. And I rewatched it like multiple times. Like it's one of those, like every, every Christmas, I'm just like, we got to put it on. Like (laughs) we got to put it on. I get that. Yeah. I feel like it softens the blow of how shitty the holidays are. And it just like helps. (laughs) I like that. Okay. Hear that very nice i mean okay yeah so it's definitely not a good movie mm-hmm. i wouldn't want anyone watching this thinking that they're gonna see a good movie right but it's <laughs> a gem yeah yeah it's it's one of those it's, it's endearing it's so dumb that you could watch it like and make fun of it that's, oh yeah that's yeah. how i feel yeah and i just i have a soft spot for a really shitty movie like making a movie is probably really really difficult yeah. i've never done it but just to like do that and come out with this at the end and have someone be like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah," <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Especially when they made what four more of these after oh, this. I haven't. I haven't. They made part three, part four, part five. I got three, four, and five in a Blu-ray combo you do? over there. Oh, that's. I just got it at Best Buy. It was ten dollars. Oh, you can't beat that. <laughs> well, I was like, okay, I haven't seen them. Well, actually, I watched three, but. Mm. I, I know one of them has like Mickey Rooney in it for some weird reason. Really? Like, dude, what? three has um, Leo and Ben Horn from oh. Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, and, and it has. Uh, that's awesome. the, I love Twin Peaks. The chick that's oh. not in she, the chicken. What the fuck is that? Maholan Drive. Not Naomi Watts, but the other chick. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Naomi oh, no, Watts, right. interest, love interest. Yes. Oh, that is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good. Yeah. They are in mm-hmm. Silent Night. Part three. It's like, oh, whoa. now I have to see it. That's oh, interesting. Yeah, like it picked up and got. Oh, more and Bill Mosley. Oh, Bill Mosley. Yeah, he's the he's Ricky. Bill. Oh, he's one of them. Oh, okay. They've been, they've been in a coma. Oh, yeah. Sorry, spoilers. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. No, it's like it's yeah, right away. But yeah. <laughs> Well, sweet. Well, I say we dive yeah, right in. Uh, and yeah, he's he's 
Tell them the story. Tell us the story, Kevin. I know. Okay, yeah. Which one? Uh, we'll start with part one, I guess. We'll start with one. Um, I'll say I. Yeah, I'll I'll go through part one, and you can pick up with part two, or I, I could do both. Or basically, James, what we do is we kind of go through our overall thoughts into the movie. Then we do a spoiler review, and we will stop at times and be like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" Yeah. And, you know, what are your thoughts? And I made some notes. Oh, oh, good. We make <laughs> yes, we love making good. notes. Yeah, notes. So. Yep. Now, well, first, we, yeah, we couldn't do this without notes. So, <laughs> yeah, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. So this first movie, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part One, mm-hmm. 1984, by Charles E. Sellier Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously. This was the slasher craze of the early 80s, and this was kind of near the tail end of it. So it came out at the perfect time. Um, I heard about it from the Searching for Darkness documentary that mm. goes over all the 80s films, which, if you haven't seen it, I'm, obs- I'm obsessed. Okay. I just I sat and just watched it. It's just it's three hours, show. part. It's, there's three parts. <laughs> it goes over every 80s horror film. It's Searching for Darkness. Okay. It's on... Shutter. Shutter, all Sweet. three parts. Mm-hmm. And, and they're coming out the 90s one, too, now. Yeah. Oh. I actually pre-ordered, um, they came out with a Blu-ray, uh-huh. all three parts. Yes. And I bought it in October, and it's shipping next week. Oh, I got it for good. my dad and I. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's gonna great. It's going to be his Christmas present, yeah. It's great, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I heard about it from that. What are, so, where did you guys hear about, or just Silent Deadly Night, part one or part two or both? Where did you hear about them? I was dating a guy who had, like, no personality, but a really interesting (laughs) taste in movies and music. So I saw, like, a lot of weird shit, and this Mm. was one of them. So Uh there was, like, a little benefit from that, of wasting a year and a half of my life. But, you know, I got this. (laughs) You got this. I think that is the gift that keeps on giving. It really does. What about you, Dustin? Where'd you hear of these Um, movies? Or this one? mm, Or both? I don't know. I watched part two for the first time last year, uh-huh. and then for some reason I couldn't find part one last year, or I didn't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you can watch part two for free, you don't have you don't. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep bringing that. Yeah. Up. I know, <laughs> I know. So yeah, I just watched part one for the first time the other day, and they're both something. Yeah, uh-huh. I had never seen part one before. I had only ever seen part two like multiple times. And I was like, I don't need to. I don't need to. But it is, like, a separate thing. They're yep. two yeah. different entities. It's just this one has... Part two has more jazz to it, I guess. Yeah, but jazz. <laughs> yes. And more eyebrows. More oh, eyebrows. eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, so um, why don't you do our spoiler-free Spoil- yep. short summary here. Okay, so part one. Young Billy sees his parents murdered by a man in a Santa costume, which traumatizes him, obviously, alongside with the awful conditions of his orphanage. As he grows up, he takes a job as Santa, <laughs> believing his mission is to bring Christmas cheer with an axe to the skull. I, just, oh, I add that last part yeah. of the soul. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. To punish, actually. Punish! Punish! Naughty! Naughty! <laughs> <laughs> so, trigger warnings on this one. This... In particular, the very first scene kind of got to me because as an expecting father and just all that just got to me a bit that that we do see sexual assault actually twice in this movie. So if that's something that triggers you, obviously might want to stay clear. Um, There are is there are kids in danger, especially yet again, that first scene. 
Um, I mean, throughout and, the movie, really. And throughout the movie, yeah, especially what? especially near the end, which we'll talk about. And then there is the hanging. The um, hanging with the Christmas lights. The Christmas lights, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's just Violence. triggering for anyone. So as we get into this spoiler review, just keep that in mind. And, um, also, nuns in Catholic school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, to be honest with you, that could technically be triggering because yeah. you know, so people had really awful experiences mm-hmm. and uh, Catholic schools. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> intro. Yeah. So we get. Uh, I know. <laughs> so the intro to the original movie is great. It, it we get a, the kids singing with a wreath, you know, saying "Silent Night." It's coming up to the screen, and then, blah, like the most cartoon Scooby Doo looking blood you've ever seen. It splatters, and then we get this really creepily awesome music. In the first movie, the music in that is astoundingly good. It's like this great synth, and sometimes it's all like just, you know, a lot of dissonant chords, and I liked it. It was a jarring at times, but I think it fit. But the, some of the songs that play throughout the Oh, I know. We'll so get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Some of that was just like, what? Dude, when he, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. Don't yeah, worry. We'll, we'll take a pause. Yep. Okay, so the movie starts off with a family driving down a highway through Utah, you know, Christmas time and listening to Christmas music. <laughs> the oldest boy, Billy's reading a book about Santa, and they're on their way to visit Grandpa. Now, first of all, I said this. Why is that baby not in a car seat? That was... 80s. It's the 80s. Eight, yeah. And I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> nope. That is unsafe. <laughs> so just I'm holding just holding on to it. it. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> that, oh, God. I was, yeah, I was like, uh-uh. So they pull up to the Utah Mental Facility, a great place to bring the kids to visit their grandpa. Jimmy, sorry. (laughs) Jimmy and Ellie, Billy's parents, are visiting their grandfather, but he has mental health issues where he cannot comprehend what's going on around him, or can he? Oh, man. As Billy is watching his grandfather, um, his grandpa looks at him and is absolutely creepy as shit. His parents leave the room for a bit, and Grandpa talks to Billy, saying, Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. You know what happens on Christmas Eve, do you? All the other ones, the naughty ones, he punishes. Damn, Grandpa, calm down. Yeah, Grandpa's sitting here. He says, you see Santa Claus tonight, you better run, boy. (laughs) Then, all of a sudden, the parents come in, he's stone-faced, and the kid's just traumatized for the rest of his life. And then, two minutes later, they just fuck off and drive all the way back home. What an intro. Do you feel in the Christmas spirit yet? Always. I know. This is kind of like, that's it. <laughs> I, like, all right. That's then, what I want to be as an old person. Just like faking a catatonic state. And then whenever mm-hmm. there's a kid, just be like, Santa's going to fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And then go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like, what? Parents won't believe that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Tell them. And, they're like, and then when they're going back. You know, Billy's freaking out about Grandpa saying this and that he was really mean. And the parents are like, what? That, that can't be true. That can't be true. He can't talk. Um, and nearby, as they're driving back, a Santa robs a convenience store, shoots the clerk dead three times. Do you want to say the line? You shot him three times! <laughs> $31? <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. And of course, the... The Santa who robbed this store and killed the guy was in a you know pretty nice car for a yeah for a, yeah a guy won in thirty one bucks. He drives off on this renegade Santa is is on this spree here. So dad and family are driving back late night. Like seriously, they drove this long to spend three minutes with grandpa. 
They're driving back and they see the Santa along the side of the road. I like how that's what you notice. Like they're already <laughs> fucking driving back already. Right, they're I, just that like went over my head because. Yeah. No, I, I I look for the the nitty gritty when it, <laughs> even in slashers. For people's like, shitty behavior in slashers. Yes, yeah, the baby thing, and we're, we'll get into some stuff later. Oh yeah, There's, yeah, this like it's, Mother it's, Superior. What a oh, bitch. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. No wonder she got those weird boils on her face in part two. Oh my we'll god! That. I, I have questions about that. I have questions which they never answered. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yep, they're driving back and they see the Santa, the Santa in the road. His car's broken down, and they're well. We obviously figure out. Wait, that's the Santa from the convenience store. Uh oh. So this the Santa's like, hey, you guys can help me out here. He pulls out a gun, and as he's pulling it out, the dad, you know, backs up. He shoots him. The car flies into a ditch, and the you know poor Billy gets out of the car and starts running towards the side of the road as his mother is taken, and well, he she is assaulted, attacked, yeah, assaulted, assaulted, and then assaulted. gets her throat slit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like, like, yeah, it's fucked up. That was, yeah, that was especially with the, keep zooming on the baby crying, that was, oh, like, yeah. damn, oh. that was, that's harsh. Got the baby, yeah. Yeah, so, and then, obviously, he's looking for the kid, and then we never know what happens next. If he gets away, or the kids are found on the side of the road and get, but either way, that's the intro. Yeah, what do they you guys never think? go back to that Santa, do they? Nope. No. <laughs> yeah. <just> no. <laughs> Mysteries. Yeah. So, James, what do you think of that first, like, intro into the movie, like? You don't know what's going to happen. You don't. Mm-hmm. And having only seen the second one first, I was kind of like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. it just makes you think how many people saw the first one when they went to go see the second one. Because some of them would have been like, wait, we already know this. And then people seeing it for the first time, it's like, very confused. Like, what? Is this another movie? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Both kids are taken to a, 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 a yeah. Both kids are taken to Saint Mary's home for orphan children. Mm. The nun, um, one of the nuns. I, I try to get the names in place, but you know we only know Mother Superior. The nun's asking an older Billy to put his drawing up for Christmas, and it's the raddest guy. drawing I've ever seen in my it, entire life. A, I would use that as an album. Cover. I'm jealous. I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he puts his drawing, he's just so nice, he's like, okay, miss, or mother, blah, blah, blah. He puts his drawing up, and the kids are like, look, and starts freaking out, and they're like, go see Mother Superior. Mother Superior is the head of the orphanage, and whether that's her title or her name, Superior, we'd never know, but she says, I am your Mother Superior. So maybe that's her title. We just never get her name. I think it's a name. title. Yeah. I think it's a title. And then she's one of those people that's like, you can't call me by my real name, because this is the biggest accomplishment of my life. Being a mm. fucking bitch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh-huh. Pretty so Mother Superior, the head of the orphanage, um, you know, sees this drawing. She's like, well, you'll have to go to your room and don't come out till I tell you to. And, of course, one of the nuns is very concerned. She's like, you know, he went through this, like, be easy on the kid. And she's like, nope, you must cope with it. And the other nun goes up to try to, like, cheer him up. Be like, hey, why don't you come play outside with us? And, you know, we think you spent enough time in this room today. He goes out. But before he goes out, he sees something. Billy is creeping down the hallway. He hears some strange moaning. <laughs> Was well, it the ghost from 13 Ghosts? <laughs> so we were talking about 13 Ghosts. Yeah. And there's this part where, like, the, the original where they're moaning. And it's like, that is 
a little overtly sexual. It's yeah. A little awkward. In the um, yeah, nineteen sixty one. Oh, okay. Which makes it was it a little just like. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. I know. Interesting choice. It is just a bit, just a bit. Yeah. So he's walking down the hallway. He's getting ready to go outside, but he's like, I want to figure out what this is coming from. We get this really cool synth work music, by the way, as yeah. he's walking down the hallway. He looks in on some lovemaking, and Mother Superior sees it. I have a question. Oh, yes. Who's fucking in an orphanage? Uh, um, older orphans? I don't... They are like adults, though. That's what... <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I don't understand Edward's who they are. More interesting, it's... Uh, two different in people pizza. in the first one and then the second one. Yeah. Oh, if you watch shit. it again, this <laughs> What? You're right. Because in <laughs> the second I'm one, I was like, back. that guy's got like very distinct moles on his well, back. And I don't remember seeing that in the first one. In the one. second one, it's more <laughs> truncated because there's, it, there's a lot more shown in the first one. And, I was, and there were different people. It's like, what? I, I guess I'm paying attention they, to the like, sex scenes. Lose but that footage, you're like, we'll just reshoot. Yeah, it's like continuity case. Like I'm like, no, those those are completely different Whoa, people. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. I now listeners, that does not mean I pay attention to sex scenes in slasher films. But <laughs> it was it was the girl's hair that got me. That it the was other the dude's stuff. moles that got oh, me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh wait a minute, no, she's a brute. She's a brunette in that, but she's a blonde in the, in the uh, first one. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So yeah, he sees that, and Mother Superior starts whipping the shit out of those kids, and he's like, well, I better get outside. So he starts running down, and she comes out and says, Billy, come over here. It's like, did you see? Did you know what that was? They were being naughty. Naughty. Now you go up to your room, and I'll make sure you're naughty too. And then she whips him for, I don't know, looking in. Busting some people fucking in an orphanage. Right. It's not like It's he, not yeah, his fault. There is a lot of Completely different people. There's a lot of moles. He was supposed to, Yeah, completely different people. I don't understand that. Oh, anyway. Oh so, some people are listening are like, what are they talking about? We'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mother Superior and the Nun are, are talking about how, okay, well, I, you know, he's going to start behaving normally oh. now. Okay? And... They're like thirty. Uh, yeah, see, they're third. They're not. They're not the orphans, are I don't they? Know. Is it like another sister, like another nun? That's what I was thinking. But then who's, but, the, like, who's the? Oh, guy? the guys just come in to visit. They never explain that. It's not explained. I didn't see a rosary on her near or anything. Just kind of. Do you? Yeah. Have, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to leave the rosary on if you're fucking someone in an orphanage? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't know the rules. Yeah. Damn, Mother Superior. So, yeah, she beats the hell out of Billy, and then he goes to bed, and he... Man, he's he's not happy. Poor guy. He's tossing and turning in bed, having awful nightmares of that night. We're getting another reminiscent of what happened that night, and he starts freaking out and wakes up and starts you know running out of the room because, obviously, he's just horrified. And then Mother Superior is right behind him, ties him to the bed. Yeah. Like... Jesus. Like, that's gonna help. Like, yeah, it's like, if I bet if you just sat down and talked to him, he would have gone right back to sleep. It's just unnecessary. Damn. Most Peter and the nun are now talking um, the next morning about how Billy is going to start behaving normally, and he's going to make sure to sit on Santa's lap. It's like, <laughs> why? You, If you guys have a remote idea of what happened, why would that be okay? It's just Right, because they keep referencing it. I know. So... They, you know, Mother Superior is noticing that Billy's doing better. He's like, oh, 
I think it's ready for him to sit on Santa's lap. So she brings him in. He's freaking out. He's like, ah, ah, ah. He puts him on Santa's lap and then he gets off and decks Santa and runs back up to his room saying he doesn't want to be naughty. He doesn't want to be Dude, punished. He punches the fuck out Dude, of That was a Santa hell of a right hook. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that's it. That's something that I... What the hell's wrong with that kid? That's what Santa says. like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he knocked him the fuck out. Yeah, Dang. he did. So, yeah. And now, ten years later, mm. now we get to meet the teenage but mid-twenties looking Billy. Oh, Mm-hmm. All right, so we've already gotten about 20 minutes into this movie. Where's everyone at with part one here? I understand punching Santa in the face <laughs> because, like... I mean, yeah. It, being sat on Santa's lap was always, like, the worst. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is some strange dude that I don't know, and he's weird, and, like, I don't want to fucking do it. Right. So I get it. And especially when all the songs are saying he... You know, watches you when you're sleeping, yeah. knows when you're awake. That's Santa's a bit a like. <laughs> and honestly, anyone who wants to be a Santa is probably a pervert too. Oh damn, damn. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> We're gonna be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, why would you want to do that? Uh, <laughs> maybe it's like <laughs> no offense like, to anyone's grandpa who was a Santa. You gotta think yes. of like Mr. Rogers or something. Okay. Did he have? He was just good, straight through, right? Oh, nothing yeah. popped up for him. Nope. I don't no think weird so. stuff. That he would was... fuck my childhood yeah, up. That no, okay. great, great human See, being. I don't know. Maybe they're like Mister Rogers. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, ten years later, we look in on how Billy's doing, and he's working. He's gonna start working with Mister Sims. Oh, and Dude, he's this song. I couldn't find the song. I know, right? That was playing. That song. Oh, gosh. Some of these Christmas so songs in the back. bad. Oh, he just, boy. It's like a montage of him starting up at the store. Yes. Oh, yes. it's just like the oh, worst they made it. I think ever. they made that song specifically for this movie. Okay. Which is even better. So they ask him to start working at the toy store, and all of a sudden, we get a five-minute montage <laughs> of him hauling crates. I have some of the lyrics. It's so like it's coming how up. to lift things yeah. properly at work. Like, yeah. <laughs> it I looks like it, a training video. <laughs> A training video of him hauling crates, working at the store, putting toys up on the shelf, and then giving a smile to the camera, like, literally. Um, it is so cheesy. The montage is great, and the song's going, always Christmas on the warm side of the door. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Billy then, you know, he's this montage, then he starts falling for one of the store clerks. Um, you know, her, her name's Pamela. This guy... Uh, he works with in the back looks like Joe Pesci's like long lost brother. There's a lot of like dollar store looking characters in these films. Like the cop at the end looks like dollar store Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah. No, but it looks a lot like Joe Pesci. Did you find it? Oh my god. Is this it? Yeah. He starts hauling crates at this point. Turning down booze. Yeah, oh, it's four. <laughs> Here it is. Uh huh. <laughs> warm side of the door. It's called Warm Side of the Door. Oh, there. I mean, he repeated that line like 40 um, times, so. Uh, 
Yeah, they Warm made Side of the Door, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Perry Botkin. Oh. Yeah, that's the guy Wait, who created the music. So that yep. was specifically wow. made literally for the mo- for movie. the movie. Wow. That's wonderful. <laughs> I wow. I I liked this movie, the first one. I really did because there's just some parts I'm just like, why? So so after the montage, he's we see him start falling for Pamela, who is a store clerk. And unfortunately, it's getting closer to Christmas time, and he sees the Santa in the store and starts freaking the fuck out. Pamela's checking in on him, and he runs back to, you know, where his, I guess his, not his boss, but like the guy who oversees him, the Joe Pesci looking dude. Dollars Joe Pesci. Yep, oversees him. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And he's like, what's been mad with you lately? You didn't have to win the work you need to? And he's like, oh, fuck off. He's like, oh, you shouldn't curse. Yeah, Billy's all righteous and shit. So, um, and then with that, Billy goes to the back of the store, and as he's like hanging out back there, he starts having this weird sex dream with Pamela in it. And it's oh, like yeah. it, it went on for mm-hmm. a while, and I was just like, okay, this is. I know it's, we know it's not happening, but let's turn it <laughs> up a little bit. So he must have been sleeping because all of a sudden uh, Santa's about to stab him and he wakes up and he's cowering in the corner asking not to be punished again. Poor kid. The next morning he comes back to work at the toy store and Santa that was working there, well, he hurt his ankles so they don't have a Santa. And Billy's overseer is like, well, Mr. Sims is like, well, I know who to ask. And he asks Billy and he puts him in the costume and lo and behold... There he is. <laughs> Billy as Santa. Disgruntled. Disgruntled employee. That evening, he starts meeting with kids. Keeping this part. So they used to have the kids line up, and they're sitting on his lap, and he's like, Stop it. Stop it. Oh, please stop it. Yeah. I don't bring toys to naughty children. Stop it. It's like, and the moms are like, Oh, he knows how to handle a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh, Jesus. And the kid's like, Mommy, like freaking out. Yeah. He's like, uh, I, do yeah. I don't bring toys to naughty children. I punish them severely. Severely. Jesus. <laughs> He sure knows how to handle kids. Oh, wow. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, we're getting all these hijinks in the stores. Things are about to pick up, though. Here we go. So, Stockroom Andy, I'm just going to call him that. Stockroom Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Picks up the phone, and the nun is calling to check in on Billy. Mm. And as soon as she hears he's working out as a Santa, she starts freaking. She's like, oh, no. And it's about to get to the store as fast as she can. Well, it's that night, Christmas Eve, and Mr. Sim says, it's time to get shit-faced. Oh Dude, his boss. drunk acting is so fucking <laughs> yeah. <bad. laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, you better sober up. You got a lot to do tonight, Santa. <laughs> it's just like a white. It's, it's overly active, but yeah. it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they're getting shit-faced, and now... You know, he's serving alcohol to minors. Very nice, Mr. Sims. I mean, and um, I also, uh, it's like at this point in the movie, I was, like, looking for the cool collector toys in the back. They yeah. had, like, they Return of the Jedi. They had He-Man Masters of the Universe back there. I was like, oh, what I wouldn't do for to have one of those in mint condition. That was cool. I was looking, and I saw, like, Tweety and Kermit the Frog. And oh, yeah. Just, like, There's some, like, creepy stuff. Easter Bunny-looking things. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, this is well. This is a toy store. It's yeah. a it's a damn it good one. I could, from what I can tell. Yeah, Pamela's asking Andy to leave um, her alone. He's like, it's like, oh hey, we're let's go to the back there, and we're like, oh great, where's Joe Pesci going with Pamela? <laughs> um, yeah. So 
Um, as they're doing that, they're all singing, and they're all going to the back. Billy sees them start making out, and he's like, hmm. Mr. Sims starts drunkenly apologizing for Billy's dead parents. Like, dude, you need to... So, yeah. Jesus. It's like, he tells, I mean, he tells Billy, happens. go get him, Santa, and Billy, like, there's a light on, like, oh, it's Christmas Eve. Hmm. Mm. And we start seeing... He's had a couple other... drinks, too, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they forced him to drink. I yeah. know. That's... Gosh, the 80s were a different time. So Billy sees them walk in the back, and it's punishing naughty time. Um, <laughs> by the way, I like how Billy's walking to the back, and they're um, singing drunkenly, Santa's watching, Santa's oh, yeah. waiting, that's, Santa's creeping. That's the main theme song uh-huh. from, the front, from the beginning credits. It's like, okay. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, yeah, Pamela's were in the back now, and Pamela's asking Andy to leave her alone. And unfortunately, because this movie has this for the second time now, Billy's, you know, sexually assaulting Pamela, or Andy, Andy is. I'm sorry, yeah. Andy's Joe sexually assaulting Pamela. And Billy's seeing it, and it's like, oh hell no, because he starts flashbacks yeah. of his mother in the same predicament. <laughs> so with that, all of a sudden, Billy gets a very creepy smile, and he says, "Naughty." For the first time, and it won't be the last time. It's great. He grabs Andy, hangs him with Christmas lights, ho, 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 bitch, and boom. He chokes him to death, and he's bleeding from his neck and drops to the ground. Wow. And then right after that, Pamela's like, what's the matter with you? How dare you? And he says, well, here, punishment is good. And then stabs her with the box cutter, running up through the abdomen. By the way, I saw the version. I don't know if you guys saw the version that had some of the deleted scenes, but it was more extensive gore that they had to cut. Did you guys see that? No. So, like, it would... No, I watched a shitty... Mm. Well, like, it was the movie... But yeah. it was free on Sling TV. Oh. Did they but it had ads. The and, no. Oh. It was uncut. It was the regular movie. There was just ads. So this was an hour and 50 minutes mm. long. Oh. And I was like, okay. I should. Well, see, yeah. So the version I watched, it would... A lot of the, the gore that was in it was a little more pronounced. And you could tell because the huh. footage would get really grainy all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> no, yeah. Huh. It would get really grainy and then go back to normal. So I'm like, oh, they must. this must have been the uncut but they didn't restore it or anything what? yeah because it'll show like this and they'll get really grainy and they'll come back to this looking normal hmm. it happened a few times especially near the end of the first movie hmm. yeah so we got our first two kills guys what do we think so far we got a christmas light hanging and a box cut to the abdomen I think hell on earth is being at a Christmas party with five co-workers while they're singing Christmas carols like in your fucking face mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're yep. dressed as Santa. That, yeah, that's That'd sounds... be the worst day of my life. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think, Dustin? Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we're just getting started yeah, just on starting naughty time. In. It's like, this is the point where you're like, all right. This is what you're waiting for, because it's the 80s. It's the slasher craze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just watching these movies for the kill. Oh, that, yeah. No, we're not looking for substance. I mean, you no. Know. I no. think seeing the first one, I didn't know that he had a thing with Pamela, that mm-hmm. Billy had a thing with Pamela. So then seeing, like, his reaction to it, I was like, oh, okay. 
Because having only ever seen the second one, I was like, why are you so mad? Like, right. Like, oh, so it made okay. more sense. Yeah. I didn't know that they had a thing. Because it's uh, not... Re- in the second one, they don't really go into it. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. They skip the montage in the I, second one. That montage is magical. I did like the montage. That was great. Yeah, like I said, it was like <laughs> a worker's... Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, like, like a training a video. Training video. <laughs> well, hey there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Turn down booze at work. Yes, exactly. Lift with your legs. By the way, this... Both movies... Have a lot of boobage. Boobage. Yeah, a, a, a lot of eighties boobs. Amount. I mean, Linnea Quigley here, right? By the way, I mean she's bare breasted in most of the films yeah, she's in. Yeah, I. Yeah. But at the same time, she's return. In, return. Yeah. Okay. Same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's incredible for all of her acting. And I know in one of the interviews from Search of Darkness, she was like, "Yeah, I had to show my tits a lot in movies, but you know, got me a job." Was like, and she made a workout video, a horror themed workout video. Oh, really? Amazing. Yes, oh it's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we've got our first two kills, and the drunk ass Mr. Sims is hearing noise from the back. He's like, ah, I'm going head to the back. Right. <laughs> Mr. Sims yeah, starts Sims. going towards the back, and all of a sudden he gets head bashed in with a hammer, and we see blood splurting against the boxes, and his coworkers screaming for his name. He's like, Where are you? And all of a sudden, all the Lights turn off in the decoration. She's Mr. like, Oh, Sims. Mr. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, and then all of a sudden, the lights come and say, Oh, yeah. This cohort, yeah. So, with that, she heads back to the storeroom and sees Mr. Sims with a hammer to the head, and she starts running. She's like, Oh, shit. She starts trying to call, but Billy swipes at her with an axe. By the way, the atmosphere for this part when she's running, he's walking around the store. Um, and just the music that yeah. at 80s like synth just yeah. and then he starts saying the rhyme as he's walking with the axe mm-hmm. trying to find her twas the night before Christmas and yeah pretty cool stuff he then swings the axe and misses her she comes up from behind him and like uses boxes to knock him down um, then she's going towards the door for some reason she stops then he's going to put the axe on the wall for some reason and he's like wait he gets a bow and arrow and boom right in the chest dead and i i loved this did you guys notice this after that happened when she screamed all the nutcrackers had their mouths yeah. open <laughs> like that's genius yeah, i was, was i cute. started applauding there's some little like sh- <laughs> expert shot gems i think in this oh i i was like that's that's amazing well done like this and a certain umbrella scene like we're just the like umbrella that scene magical <laughs> the umbrella scene we'll get to that yes not for this movie but yeah but yeah, um, that was that was amazing. So I just was clapping and laughing my ass off. Um, it was wonderful. And now we're out of the store and in a neighborhood where there are carolers and premarital sex. <laughs> Big surprise. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, by the way, let's let's pause really quick. What do you guys think of Billy so far? Like as a character, as a slasher, what do you think? Billy? Um, yeah. I mean, he's good. He he's good. <laughs> he's good. I don't know. He he's just using whatever he could use. So that kind of calls back to Jason and Michael as well. So right. I don't know. And he's not like uber strong, or you know, he's not you know he's not undead or anything. He's just a man that is very troubled. And he has this weird mentality though that he's like destined to do it. Like, as soon yeah. as he put on the Santa suit and then busted them, like, making out in the back, he just kind of has this, like, this is what I have to do. This is the only thing I know that Santa does. Yeah, it's weird, because, like, it keeps flashing back to that night, and he's, like, 
identifying himself with that Santa, and he's like, oh, no, that's what I must do. Anytime Punish. there's tits and the color red, like, he starts killing like, people. Red, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, same thing with his brother, too, so... Yeah, tits and red just don't go together for these <laughs> well, brothers. Yeah, it's also like when Mr. Sims is like, hey, you got a long night ahead of you, and he's mm-hmm. just like, shit, I gotta yeah. kill start killing people. I gotta yeah. do some shit. Here we go. Yep. Yep. So yeah, so we're in this neighborhood, and we see uh, this babysitter canoodling with a guy, We I don't think we ever get his name, um, on this um, on pool table. Huh? <laughs> canoodling? Yeah, canoodling. I know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're they're trying to get it on, and he, since she's you know babysitting, there's this girl at the top stairs like, hey, I can't go to sleep. She's like, nope, stay up there, or say, oh no, you're naughty. She's like, okay. And they start getting ready to do it, and he's like, two ball in the corner pocket. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I wrote that one down. <laughs> oh, it's like, come on. That one's good. Oh, that mu- oh, the music. Did you guys hear that music behind? Is this? Christmas baby Christmas. or something? Ah, uh, some weird I don't know. music it's going all on. Bad in Christmas music. It's all. It's like this one's Christmas. particularly bad. Yeah. So she goes up to the. She's like, "Oh wait, I gotta let the cat in," and she just goes up bare breasted, like, "Yeah, you know, neighbors, no need." Just open right? the door. Like it's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. After the kid was up. The carolers are in the, the back. That's okay. Hey kids. Give hey. Me anxiety. Like just. Put a, Merry put a Christmas. Shirt on. <laughs> put a shirt on. Good late. Then the cat comes in, all of a sudden she hears, PUNISH! (laughs) (laughs) Santa starts running through the house, throwing an axe at Linnea Quigley's head. By the way, Linnea Quigley, this is the girl from Return of the Living Dead and some other really great horror films. She's awesome. So if you don't know her, then gotta check her out. Um, He picks her up, and then this is awesome. Picks her up and puts her through the antlers of a mounted deer. I think that is one of my most unique kills I've seen in a slasher. That was really creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I look for and stuff like that? And I Mm -hmm. noticed on her with like the antler going through her, she's breathing. (gasps) And it just kills it for me. Mm. Dang. Like, because you could see them move Mm -hmm. because she's breathing. And they're like. Well, maybe, maybe she's just slowly bleeding out. She's not quite dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Like Monty <laughs> Python. I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead. It's just but a scratch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We, um, should do, we should do that. That bunny's terrifying. Yeah, that that actually, bunny. when I was little, I was actually hit for a little bit because I saw that movie when I was seven and I was like, man, fucking bunnies. Yeah. I thought they actually all did that for a bit. And my dad was like, no, no, no. Bunnies <laughs> don't. <laughs> they don't go for your throat. It's <laughs> got biting, nothing, teeth. Yeah. I could talk about Monty Python all day. Um, let's move on. Um, so yeah, so she's now hanging from the deer antlers, and downstairs, he didn't hear any of that. <laughs> Nobody heard any of this, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on out there? Hello? And he starts walking up, uh, you know, Deesa's boyfriend, still don't know his name, um, starts looking for her, and finally turns around, and he's like, oh, if I don't, you know, if she starts playing with me, I'm gonna kill her. Then he looks around, and he's like, oh! And sees that she's dead. <laughs> All of a sudden, Billy comes in to fight him, and the boyfriend hits him with a fire poker. Dang. That would hurt. That would really hurt. He falls off, and he starts calling the police. And then he's stopped by Billy, starts choking with the phone cord. Punish! 
Santa, I just put every time he says punish, I gotta put it down. <laughs> I mean, Santa keeps yeah. kicking the shit out of him and throws him out the window as he's impaled on glass and that part's badass. He grabs his axe and starts walking out, but then hears a little girl say Santa Claus. She asks her if you know he brought her a gift, and he asks her like three times, "Have you been good? You haven't been naughty. You haven't done anything naughty." She's like, "Nope." What does he get? For, what does he give her for Christmas? A fucking bloody box cutter. A box cutter. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Oh, <laughs> dang, wow." So, what'd you guys think of this like home invasion scene here? Because there's just a lot of gory goodness here. Billy, Billy, Billy. We'll get to that. Shitty scene Steve too. Buscemi. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, That's true. That's true. Yeah. So the house scene, what? That was, yeah, like we said, it was a very creative kill. Mm hmm I thought so, too. With the antlers, yeah. Yeah. And then the cat, I don't know, always involving a cat or something. It's always funny. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, where's the cat? And, and the then, cat's just like... Yeah. yeah. Wait, At least he left the cat. Oh, of course. If he would have killed the cat, I would have been pissed. Oh, I mean, well. yeah. Don't hurt animals. Nah, it's fucked not up. this. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sam doesn't hurt animals. Because they, they can't be naughty or nice. They're just animals. They're pure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so he walks out of the house, and the, we just see these cops driving around, and they're looking for a Santa Claus, and they think it's all a joke. Ha ha! All of a sudden, they see a random Santa walking into you know a bedroom um, from a ladder from a house, and they're like, "Oh, that's him!" So they rush in. This girl's, oh, this woman's yeah. like, "What's going on?" He, they run up, and they like freeze. And all of a sudden, this Santa comes, and the daughter's like, "Wait, Dad." Oh, they just ruined Christmas for that little girl yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens. They're like, what? and they put their guns up. They're like, ah. Dang. So. <laughs> yeah, they're like upset. They're like, ah. So then, um, Billy's walking along the highway looking for who else is on the naughty list, and we see two teen boys. <laughs> looking, <for> but. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just how you, you're just like you're just walking along looking who's on the naughty list. Yeah. Well, so these teenage boys that are either 15 or 24. Are really excited to do some late night sledding. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Yes, and as one of them's like, "Wait, I see something." One of the kids is like, "Are you having a religious experience, or did you pee your pants?" I don't know why that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? That's not even me. What's the difference? I know it's like exactly. <laughs> so all those, so all these, these two teens are then approached by dudes who I guess are bullies, but they're, they're in like their 40. early. <laughs> Yeah, but the one kid know, knows the bully. He's like, all right, not this time. Yeah, the bully's <laughs> like, yeah, they're trying to mess with them. The bullies then beat them up, take their sleds, and they're like, we're going to start running on them. Wow, boys, you sure showed them. Yeah. They start riding yeah. down their sleds, and they're like, oh, this is better than drinking premarital sex right here. Woo! <laughs> they start going down the slide, or the slide, <laughs> this top, the sled area, and... Um, so one of the boys comes down, and then he's like, you go next. Another boy's going down. Then all of a sudden, we see Billy come out with an axe and decapitates the, decapitates the second rider. And he's riding down the hill headless. And the kid's like, holy shit. And all of a sudden, his head's tumbling down, too. That was excellent. And that was right alongside the antlers as another great kill. See, yeah, when that the second bully was going down, I was like, he better fucking cut his head off. And then sure as shit just jumped up, <laughs> yeah. naughty! Or what, did he say punish or naughty? I think he just says, oh, but he didn't say anything that time. He no, just went, I think he does. Oh, maybe he does. Might be naughty. I don't know. Naughty. And then, 
<laughs> the chopping of the snowman. That was but good. no. Uh, yeah. yeah, the fact, like, I was just like, better chop his head off. And then he did, and then, that like, the a, headless that was rider. A clean like slice. Said, mm-hmm. It's great. It's oh, great. yeah. Excellent stuff. I, I love how most of these kills are holiday themed in some way. I mean, yeah, the antlers, kind of. Reindeer. The glass, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reindeer. And bow and arrow and. Box cutters for opening up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that makes sense. Makes sense to me. All right. So the next morning, um, a very I'm on my way to retirement in a year police captain comes up to check on a nun who's sleeping at the station. This police chief tells her that, yeah, there were three more murders that have happened. They figure out where they'll be next because they were like, oh my gosh, he's going to go back to the orphanage. Oh. Most superiors just hang out with the kids telling them, make sure you're grateful. Set a letter to Santa. It's like, just let them enjoy their goddamn gifts, you bitch. So, God, I just... Mm-mm. So, most superiors hang out and all of a sudden, like, they realize the phone isn't working because a kid was talking on the phone. Yeah, and, like, and just like, So they're it. trying to call the orphanage and be like, there's a killer coming, but some kid was just... Trying to mm-hmm. dial Santa or something. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they were doing. The police captain sends a dispatch to dollar store Steve Buscemi yes. as you once said and the Santa Claus killer is on his way to the orphanage and they should shoot to kill excellent yeah excellent so was that the scene where all the kids were playing with the toys and everything already mm-hmm. okay the one thing that I noticed <laughs> there's a kid and he has a toy like machine gun AK-47 he's going like this to the other kids <laughs> oh my Dang. God. it's like First off, they're in a, an orphanage that's run by Mother Superior. Why the fuck is there a gun in there? Like a toy gun. Is yeah. that, like, socially acceptable? It's the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's uh, just basically, anything that happens in movies, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's the 80s. Anything yeah, fucked but up. I, I don't know. Like, there's a shit ton of kids, and, like, the one kid, he's just, like, yeah. mowing the other. Because if she knew that that was a right, gift, right. like, she approved it. Yeah. Probably. Uh, right. I don't know. It's like, here, you guys get Jesus action figures. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. That kind of would. I kind of want one. All right. So as the kids are all playing outside, there's a Santa walking up to the orphanage. Oh, Aw. The sheriff that's driving through, he's, you know, he's looking out to shoot to kill a Santa. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like flies you know like over and, and breaks in the car and then he's like stop santa and then santa's walking towards the kids about to shake one of their hands oh and we God. find out that that hand he's about to shake is ricky the brother of billy that's gonna be a big thing later mm-hmm. and the sheriff's like stop or i'll shoot and he shoots him dead as the kids just like what his blood spurts on the he kids face in front of a lot of children i was like damn they just lit up santa <laughs> and the kids are just like Oh, let's just go back inside. <laughs> Damn it, no no Christmas this year. Oh, man. Wow, dead Santa's not Billy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So he shot... <laughs> so this is another weird thing, and because I take too much time with my movies, they say in the first one, he shot. they shot Father O'Brien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the second one, they oh. shot a janitor. Oh. Where's the continuity here? Now that you say that, I know... I remember. I remember. Gosh. What the fuck? I they know. Did. That's yeah. twice now. Different people it's having like sex. I just <laughs> and so much, and you couldn't even get it right. Right. Damn. A janitor and a father. Yeah. Wait. Janitor and a priest. Yeah, watching the second one, yeah, she, they said janitor, and I was like, 
Some people are like, they're going way too in-depth with this. <laughs> but I take this shit seriously, just for our listeners. Yeah. We take Silent Night, Deadly Night, I, I do. Going I seriously. Yep. Seriously. Very Damn. So, no wonder Ricky's in the sequel, because he saw Santa got shot by a policeman. And Santa got shot by a policeman. Yep. Oh, man. And so the cop comes in, and he's like, hey, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and is like mad that they're yeah, mad at she him. was mad that was father mad yeah or, this is what yeah. she says I am mother superior and so far all you've done is harm it's like wow <laughs> mother superior and the sheriff oh, are making sure to keep the place locked and secure waiting to see if Billy will show up and I guess we'll see what happens so as the policeman walks around like a this five minute scene of him slowly creeping around the, the orphanage he sees a door open to his shed or like a cellar area downstairs he goes down nothing happens for another like four minutes there's a He's, cat oh there's a cat there's a cat, oh, meow. Thank you. There's a cat. Yeah, yeah i don't think you see the cat but yeah i just heard mm-hmm. the meow yeah that's right very yeah. important very oh that's it the details minutia <laughs> Um, so he starts walking back up the stairs, and as all this is happening, Mother Superior starts singing with the kids. She has a fucking harmonica for some reason. She's like, all right, fucking let me... Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Bob Dylan. Uh, oh, my God. No, 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 no. I'm done with this podcast. Man. What? We're done. No, I'm kidding. What? No, man, no. <laughs> Hell no. What? This is what's going to... Nope. I love Bob Dylan. No. Dearly. Oh, my He's a wordsmith, a poet, a master of folk music and Look what happened. Look what it, you ended the podcast. Right. You brought That's right. That's right. No, we, I just, yeah. We I get just, along I, on a lot so many other things. So. Yep. Yep. We'll never speak of Bob Dylan again. No, we might okay. now, because I, I will quote him, Tangle up in me. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Okay, I'll re- oh, she's acting like she's fucking blues traveler. Yeah, okay. Everyone hates that. That's okay, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Dave Matthews band. Everyone hates that too. I don't understand how that band's so big. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm crying. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I cried when you told me you didn't like Bob Dylan. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm I cried because you told me you did. <laughs> no. Like, no. Wow. This is a very interesting episode. It's going to be Sunlight, Deadly Night Merry with Christmas, Bob Dylan. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, yes, we listen to this on Christmas. Yes. Listen to some Bob Dylan for us. <laughs> and you be the judge. Actually, I'd like to have our listeners settle the score. Vote. If you yes. voted. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put a poll. Okay. On the podcast. Vote yes or no. Do you like Bob Dylan? Or do you at least, okay, or at least appreciate him? No. Okay. <laughs> Oh, all right, fine. We'll move on. All right. Back to Santa's killing motherfuckers. Santa. Santa's so, most of you start staying with the kids. That, that bitch uh, superior. <laughs> yeah, but she's the one who started all this. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, she, you know, she starts playing, and he's, you know, walking up the stairs, and all of a sudden he hears, punish! Boom! Axe to the chest, and he falls down the stairs, and, yeah, dang. That's, that's a way to go. And we're getting near, Steve Buscemi's toast. And we're in the last 10 minutes, we're at the very end. So let us... What, yeah, let's end it. And then we get to go into more details. <laughs> very cool shot of a bloody axe and Santa's walking up to the door and waving. The kids are like, 
Wait, Santa's yeah, back. Santa's we just, we just saw him get... Well, of course he's alive. He's made of magic. Yeah. We'll forgive that cop for lighting his ass up. Let's bring him in. <laughs> so he starts staring at Mother Spirit. She says, there is no Santa Claus. And he says, naughty. <laughs> Just, he brings up the axe to chop her down. All of a sudden, he's shot by the police chief. These kids have now seen two Santas get lit up at the orphanage. I hope they should have a movie for every single one of those kids to see what happened after yeah. all this. I wonder. I wonder what a four and five are about. Oh, maybe it's yeah. Each one has different kids. This is another maybe. kid. I mean, if uh, I saw Santa, Santa got shot Santa twice in like fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm, no. Nobody would believe you. <laughs> right, no. no. You know what I mean? I saw Santa die. I also love how the kids are so calm. Like, there's no screaming and crying. They're all just like... They're over it. They've already seen it. It's like, like, ah, he'll come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll sit on his lap next year at the mall. It's fine. His last words are, Santa Claus is gone. He can't hurt you anymore. And then we zoom in on the bloody axe at the feet of his brother, Richard. And then it starts panning up to him. And oh. Mother Superior is staring at his brother. And all of a sudden, Ricky says, naughty. And then, boom, crazy-ass music. Yes. And it's... I think end. I clapped. I, I clapped during that. That was... <laughs> That's it? <laughs> the last, like, kid's like, naughty. Naughty. His <laughs> eyebrows not yet fully Just formed. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. All right. I'll let you guys take it away then. Let's <laughs> scenes that stick out for both of you. I'll just listen. You can you could go first. Oh, yeah, scenes that stick out for you in this one. Def I just can't get over the people fucking in an orphanage. I don't know why <laughs> I can't get over that. Like why? I know. Um also the kids drawing. That is great. Yep. <laughs> and his weird little mullet. Poor yeah. Um I I really like uh the scene where he the kids steal the sleds and the guy's going down the hill and they cut his head off. I wish... That is one of the good ones. Like, you know there had to be one person in the crew who, like, rolled the head down the hill. Oh, yeah, they're like, <laughs> and, and that would have been so much... Like, it would have been so much fun to be behind the scenes of this movie, like, doing all the weird, like, prop stuff. I think that would have been so much fun. Oh, that would have been a fun time, yeah. What about you, Dustin? What are some scenes that stick out for uh, well, you? Well, I wrote down we can't forget the... The store montage. Right. Oh, yep. Yeah. That store one montage. With, and the two ball in the corner pocket. I don't know what. <laughs> with Merry <laughs> Christmas Baby playing. Like, that. that's when I was like, this fucking movie <laughs> is ridiculous. Um, and then, yeah, the, the sleigh kill for sure. And I don't know, just the punishing. Punishing the naughty. At the, at the, mm -hmm. the cop at the end, too. That was another good one. When he just jumps out of the corner and punish. And that's mm -hmm. it. Th those are good. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, performance from actors. I think, you know, the actor who played Billy did a great job because it was comical, yet it was also like he took it very seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and Linnea Quigley in one of her earliest roles, which is awesome, you know. Yeah. It, she's She becomes one of the... 80s screen queens to kind of follow Jamie Lee Curtis and stuff. So it's cool to see her in an early role like this. Um, I mean, that's really it. Everyone else is just kind of like there. Yeah. It's just, it's mostly Billy and then I guess Mother Superior. Yeah. And you just hate her. She does a good she job, does a great of, job like, of that. <clears throat> making you hate her. Mm -hmm. I guess a sure. uh, performance that stuck out was how bad drunk 
Simses. Oh, yep. Because it's like this fucking guy. Like, come like, on, dude. They probably would have done better if they actually got him <laughs> drunk and then had him act that out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, special makeup effects. I think the you know the sled scene, the antlers, even though she was breathing, and then um, <laughs> the the glass through the neck and that. So the, the gore effects were pretty darn you know just standard slasher, but they were good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, they were well done, well done. And um, for me, I enjoyed this because it was just an overall fun slasher. There was some parts of it where I'm just like, uh, like especially the sexual assault stuff. I was like, this is a bit like, okay. Yeah. But it was, I mean, I kept reminding myself, it's the 80s. You know, <laughs> I know Kids that. Kids can have guns. And, kids can, have, kids guns. can have guns. You can and be in, Santa's get lit up. by your parents while they're driving. It's yeah. Fun. But, but overall, it was a fun slasher. And I think you could see the love in the film from the cast and crew and they enjoyed making it and that came through and I thought it was decent. Yeah. What about you guys? Now obviously when we get to the second one there'll be more of a compare contrast but like this first one overall how we feel about it. Yeah I feel it's not the best but it's it's also not the worst. Yep. But going into it like immediately you're just kind of like okay I don't have any expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So since you talked a little bit about this Christmas music, do you want to get into the sound for us then? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lovely songs. Uh, all made by Perry Botkin Jr. He did like all of the Christmas songs for some reason, and they're so bad. Like one but side of the door, though. Oh that's a bad. It's good. It's like yeah, I'm playing that in the car on the way. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that warm side of the door. This is the soundtrack is fire. Yeah. How's the soundtrack? Oh, it's amazing. But like, you can get down. Oh, it's great. I want to see what this guy looks like. <laughs> Perry Botkin Jr. I know it's like it's. Well, when I was looking. I. That's great. Man, that's good stuff. Yeah. If they have Silent Night, Deadly Night on vinyl, I you would know yeah. be somewhere. I would oh, fucking shit, buy yeah. it. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, he wrote that song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. You could tell. Yeah, it gets stuck in your head. So, the soundtrack is, is one of those, like, you can make fun of it, but at the same time, you could love they it. They took it seriously. It's like Creed. Yes. Well, and I will. Sorry, I'm on a that's Creed another one. Kid. I like Creed. We yeah. we agree on that. I I saw them live and they were really good. I was like, dang, I'm, you know, maybe I don't I get behind. I don't get behind their messages, <laughs> but I, they did a hell of a good job. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but the um the synth work too is really cool and get really intense. Um, I just I yeah. love that. Anytime there's synth, yeah, I, just, I love just, synth I wave. Like synth. So 80 synth, synth, I'm just like yeah. I'm down. It was James. like a weird mix of like 80 synth and then like. 90s piano lesson warm-up mm. vibes like in the beginning just like some someone <laughs> warming up on the piano mm. is what it sounded like <laughs> yeah. yeah i get that so our actors and crew we got robert brian wilson as billy billy lillian chauvin chauvin as mother superior tony nero as pamela Britt leach as mr sims that's Brit guy that needs, that's the guy you need to blame for the acting. Come lessons. on, Brit. And Linnea Quigley as Denise. Mm-hmm. 
our crew and cinematography and stuff. We got Henning Schellerup for director of photography, Michael Spence's editor, Carl Weston as special makeup effects, and Rick Josephson and G. Lynn Mohan for special effects as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about our director, Charles E. Sellier. I added some of my own little tidbits in there, so don't mind me. Mm. Yeah, what did he do? He has mostly been a producer during his career. He produced over 73 TV shows and films, the majority of them since the early 2000s to now being Christian documentaries. Yeah. What? I looked this up such, and it was like, yep. Such really? as The Search for Heaven, Apocalypse in the End Times. Okay. As well, mm -hmm. as, well as made uh, TV Christian films like Miracles in Our Myths and Miraculous Messages. Did I put like, in the... Really? Did he feel guilty for making this movie? He must like, have. Uh, yeah, Mother Superior punished him. Probably. Pu punished him. <laughs> yeah. He directed four movies, the first one being a documentary about natural disasters in 1979. Wow. And then other than that, his other movies were... There's only three movies. The rest of them, he was a producer. Annihilators and Snowballing. Snowballing. Both of them didn't... This? I know. They did not do very well. I mean, one of them's called Snowballing. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, is that a... <laughs> is that a what? or what? I know. Everyone's looking <laughs> no at their phones right now. As you guys should look in that up. <laughs> the country of origin is the United States, and it was filmed in Heber City, Utah. So you can go visit that sometime. Okay, so I wonder if the actor playing the manager in the toy store was bad at acting drunk because maybe he's from Utah and he's a Mormon and he's never <gasps> drank before. Oh. Oh. Uh, snowballing. Snowballing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is what Letterbox like the summary. I'm going to read this. Oh, good. If they play it right, they're going to have the ski trip of a lifetime. Whoa. Busloads of teenagers arrive to the ski resort. Each one is eager to get out on the slopes and ski and score. One problem. The owner has... <laughs> I'm dead serious. This is... No wonder he became a Christian. One dog. problem. The owner has all the prices jacked up. Secretly ripping people for the last two years he has been in charge. The police don't do anything because the sheriff is in on the cover-up. The teens feel their only chance to even the score at the skiing tournament where the winner is picked to 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 in a raffle. Okay, what? When the where the winner is picked to in a raffle to win a bunch <laughs> of prizes. That's what I said. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I lost that That's what it like says. I, I was like, wait, what's going so on? So someone fell asleep writing it. So he lost his mind, and now he makes these apocalyptic documentaries about the end times. <laughs> yeah. I think it makes sense. Yeah. 1984. Yeah. Wow. What year is this? Oh, fun fact. Oh, part 84. 2 came out. 84, 87, 87 for part, part 2. two. So he did snowballing the same year. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, I'm just going to stick to <laughs> shitty documentaries I mean, about end I mean, times. Wow. What? <laughs> that's, the, that's the cover. Wow. <laughs> yep. We got to put that on like a thing for people to look at and snowballing. Oh, here's an alternate name for the movie. They almost called it Sleigh Ride. Ooh. Yeah? See that? Uh -huh. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, the box office. So, it got a hit because this when this came out, a lot of people were upset up with it. And we're protesting it because they didn't want people to see Santa's evil. The problem is, though, really? there was uh, already one Christmas movie that was about a killer Santa from 1980 called Christmas Evil. Yet no one remembered that one. Yet this is the one where a lot of people protested it. Mothers were up in arms and were 
bring it to Congress to ban the movie. And that actually brought in some gross revenue. So their budget was $1 million, 65000 and they grossed $2,491,000. So they, you know, they went a little above. Alamo is playing Christmas Evil December 15th. Oh, shit. Oh. I might have to check that Which out. Which is going to be in the future before this episode comes out, but it's in the past. Oh, hey, yeah, some people are like, that already happened. Yeah. <laughs> and the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I'll let you guys what you think. 46% critics, 40% audience. James, do you think that's fair? For the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get it. Okay. I get it. Got it. And as we said, you can watch this on Sling TV with so, ads. It takes so long because you can't skip through the ads. And so, I'd yeah. say just rent it. Yeah. I, that's what I did. I rented it on like, Prime. And that's so. why. That's kind of how I, I like how like uh, Horrors of Spider Island. We watched two different versions, oh, so it's kind of. Oh, oh, I like watching oh, that's on a different really bad services. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, kill it. Watch it. Buy it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Oh, yeah, I say watch it, too. I don't think you need to buy this, but if it's in, like, a collection of all of them... Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It's only three, four, and five are together. <laughs> cool. There must be some licensing thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's time for everyone's favorite... Part two. Yes. Here we go. And I'm going to let... Are you just going to reread what you just read? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering, too. I'm gonna, you're going to do this because you did all of it, but, like... Uh, What's the point of saying? I'm just gonna skip, but yeah, I'll like just be like, oh, mm. it talks about this part and it talks about that. Yeah. Know, so know. for everyone who haven't seen this yet, so coming up, we're gonna talk about part two here for it's Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, 1987, directed by Lee Harry. Lee Harry. Uh, Lee Harry. Now, part two. Here we go. Is part one point with five. 50 plus minutes of a different of a like a different movie um we'll talk about why because i finally found out why i'm like okay that makes sense um but yeah i'm i'll let's say if you want to read parts this we can kind of after the death of billy this is the spoiler free short summary his younger brother picks up where he left off spreading christmas joy through violence and death garbage day Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trigger warnings, fucking same as the first one, because mm-hmm. it shows most of the first film and same. plus a little more. Yeah, plus Pretty a little much. more. And you know, don't take your trash out on Christmas. No, don't. I have like, to take, why is it garbage day? I have to take my trash out tomorrow, and I'm like, oh man, if someone comes up to me and starts saying garbage day, haha, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> I, I run away. <laughs> um, all right. Oh. Get to it. Yeah, you go. Okay, here we go. All you. Yep. All right. Yep. So a lot of this will be. This was your first time watching both of these, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I, you know, so when I we first introduced to this movie and we brought James on, (laughs) it made it seem like I've seen these. I thought you had. Yeah, I've only heard of them. Yeah, weren't weren't you talking about it? At like I was like at a concert and I was like, oh yeah, 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 and I was like, oh yeah, this. And I know, just like, heard about it. And sure, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> we're still excited. I got to talk about it. That's so. true. Yeah. And now you know. And now, now I know. know about Garbage Day. I do, and so <laughs> many other great things. I can't wait. Here we go. We start off with overly dramatic piano music. No cool title intro. We just see a foot 
and then it slowly pans up to a man staring in the camera who needs to pluck his eyebrows, and we find out this man is Ricky. Me. But these eyebrows, they're that's they're the star of the movie. They are. So that's yeah, why. Truly. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. We get a close up on his face as a medical staff assistant walks in with a tape recorder. They have a very awkward stare down as he plugs it in, and you know. This guy, who we later find out is Ricky, a.k.a. Billy's brother from the first one, continues smoking and staring at the camera. Not really feeling Christmassy yet. In walks a man in a suit, putting in a new roll of tape, and he's, you know, like, telling the guy, get out of here. Telling you to get out of here. It's like, why are you being so rude to the staff? What an asshole. Yeah. Da- Dr. Henry Bloom introduced himself. <laughs> Fuck off, Doc. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, That's how we I wrote, start. I wrote that one down. All, <laughs> this whole first half of the film when he's talking to the doctor, all of his one line, oh, you're the 13th doctor. <laughs> like, oh, and here's the thing about Eric Freeman as an actor. I don't Wherever think he, he went to acting school, <laughs> they said we must emote with our face and we must really really lean into all the lines he has like yeah. full body line delivery mm-hmm. and each line is like he's a pissed off 14 year old like given sass and yeah, as someone who much. works with pissed off 14 year olds i can say yes that was times where i'm like I'm stuff like that yeah like this <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so many one-liners that... Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't for him, this movie wouldn't have worked for me. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a job. So about this guy, uh, we find out this is Ricky. And boy, you're in for a ride with this guy. Um, right away, we see excessive use of eyebrows as every time he says something interesting or is trying to make a point, his eyebrows go up, down, center, up again. Um, it's, he starts cursing at the doc and the orderly walks in to check in on him and he waves a finger at him and the doc tells him, get out! As a psychiatrist, he wants Ricky to talk him through the events of his life. Who killed your parents, Ricky? Ricky tells him, Santa Claus, and then... It's the first movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I barely made notes on this, so I'll go through it very quickly. <laughs> I mean, the car. We drive to Grandpa's mental institution. Grandpa. The talk about Sam with Billy. Skips ahead to jump driving back after only spending two three minutes with him. They skipped Grandpa part though. Like, yeah, you they, don't get to see Grandpa's right. weird behavior. Yeah. Yeah. They just. I mean, they skip a lot. Well, Santa kills the family. And then all of a sudden we're back to that little room where Ricky's talking to Dr. Bloom. How could you remember all of that? He said, because I was there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, hold on. He was eight months old. Yeah, well, he was there. But he was there. Yeah. Cause, yeah. How do you remember all that? Because he was out of a car seat and his mom was just like holding him, showing him in the front seat. Yeah. I mean, he was clearly crying. He knows what was going on. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was a little rough at first when I was taking notes on this, and then later I'm like, you know what? No. It's not the fact that he's not a good actor. It's the fact that he's an incredible actor, but it is so bad he's incredible. So I, I gave him some grace yeah. after I made some change in my notes. Anyway, <laughs> back to the first movie. We go back to Billy at school. 
So the drawing, Low Spear punishes him, goes outside, sees sexy time with different actors and actresses, like and then gets talking. spanked. Uh. Well, it's important to them to know. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> then the doctor is talking to Ricky, and Ricky's telling him, you're the 13th, what you said earlier, you're the 13th psychiatrist. Like, Good luck, doc. Yeah. The thirteenth. I don't even know what the fuck he said. <laughs> right. And then you're you, number thirteen. Oh, and then he says, "Do you have dreams, Ricky?" And this one, I don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> this every delivery is just like wow. It's a, it's amazing. It's it's, it's just so getting better and good. better. We get more Ricky narration as we go through the scenes where Billy's tied up by Mother Superior, kicking Santa Claus's ass. Oh yeah, I can't wait to get to this part. Um, and then Jesus, the way that Ricky talks, he approaches. <laughs> I don't sleep. <laughs> and back to the first movie, Billy come becomes Santa. They celebrate, and he goes off to kill Pamela and Joe Pesci's long lost twin. And the rest of the people are at the store, just like in the first movie. We see the same kills with the lights and the box cut and the hammer and the arrow and all that. Ricky's telling the doctor that none of what his brother Billy did was his fault. It was that bitch superior. <laughs> says. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, yeah. He punished the bad ones. Back to the first movie. Um, Billy did, w- and then we're back to the house where he kills Linnea quickly and, you know, the other asshole. And then he argues, Ricky argues that none of them were innocent. They were all being punished. Two ball. Call and he does ball. talk like this. I'm not over exaggerating. We're not over. It's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all just very, hmm. So yes, what do we think yeah. so far? We've seen the first movie. And for you, James, this you saw the second movie first. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what was in your mind when you kept seeing these flashbacks? Like, was it making sense to you? Or is it kind of like, wait, what? Like, I knew the second one was pretty much a repeat of the first one. I had mm-hmm. just never seen the first one. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they got, like, all the important parts. It's just, like, the little things that I think I miss, like, the montage in the store. And, yeah, they they leave out, um, like, some of the stuff with the kid in the first one. Yep. And, uh, like, the grandpa's left out. But and how he, how he had, like, an interest in Pamela and stuff that yeah, you brought yeah, that up to. Yeah, I had no idea, but... I don't. It's like you don't need it. All right. You don't need it. Not really. You don't need it. And yeah. if you're gonna be squeezing in like his this <laughs> fucking shot, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> magical. <laughs> this this is this is cinematography right there. Hold on, let's. Mm-hmm. No, you tell me. I'm finished talking, Henry. Henry. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't a good one. Never mind. No. <laughs> well, trust me, there'll be plenty more yeah. coming up. <laughs> oh man! So back to the first movie. So he kills those people. Ricky's still narrating the first movie. Billy's off to now kill the sledders, and uh, he kills the sledders, and we see the head flying down, and uh, he's. So it goes back to the, the room with the doctor and he says, well, maybe we're just jerking off here then. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, these lines what? are amazing. I missed that one. Oh. It's like, what? So back to the first movie. Yeah. Um, real Santa gets lit the fuck up. Old man Kelsey, the janitor, 
Wait, oh, Father O'Brien? Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. I thought it was the priest of a nearby church. This so confused. You don't need to watch the first one. You'll get completely different stories. Yeah, different different story. people having sex yeah. and different Santas getting killed. It's not continuity. <laughs> Lee Harvey. Or Lee Harvey. Yeah, Lee, Lee Harvey, Harvey. Come on. Lee Harvey. So, um, now the ending of the first movie and Billy comes to the orphanage, killing the cop, coming in to kill Mother Superior, then boom, a completely different looking Ricky says naughty, and then boom, we're all caught up now. Okay. So, what have we thought so far of this Ricky talking to the psychiatrist? Mm -hmm. How does this set up our character Ricky here? <laughs> what do you think, James, of Ricky as our main guy? I'm delighted. That he is the way that he is. Uh, it adds so much to the first part. You know, I'm glad. I'm glad it happened. I'm glad they sprinkled this in. Mm -hmm. He's just such a solid character. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Dustin? Since this is you saw this yourself for the first time last year. So. Last year, like, yeah, I was just like. Okay, it's a B slasher from the eighties. Like, okay, but then the the line delivery is gold. Yes, <laughs> it's just so it makes it watchable. It makes it something that you can laugh at, and then you know it has the kills. And nope. yeah, I watched the second one without watching the first one, and you don't need to watch the first one. Besides all of, like, the, ah, show, I all like the little the changes. Watch the first one. All the little changes and stuff, but, like, watching the first one and then watching the second one, I was like, <clears throat> okay, I've fucking seen all this, yeah. and it wouldn't be worth it if Ricky wasn't so awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, awesome, so, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so now we're all caught up. Ricky's still in the psychiatrist room talking about how they closed down the orphanage and they sent him to live with the Rosenbergs. They didn't celebrate Christmas. That was so fucked up. It's like, um... <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like, saying. oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> now we get old footage of Ricky hanging out with his new family at 12 years old and he's walking down the street with his adopted mom and sees two nuns freaking out. Oh shit. Starts having flashbacks when he sees the red jacket. Oh boy. Starts narrating how his stepfather died. We're confused about the timeline here because he died. How long ago did the first one happen? The second one is this the past the year nineteen eighty seven or are we in the late nineties? I'm confused here. Anyway, or I guess the seventies. Then he would be. I, we're taking too much into this. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> well, because, like, you're thinking. How old is he supposed to be right now? Right now? In this uh, scene right here. 18? Of course. Yeah. I think they, they make it seem like he's. I mean, Billy was 18. Yeah, because that's why he got the job at the toy store, because he uh -huh. had to leave the orphanage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they're like, he left, but... and he's like, no, he was 18. Oh, okay. Makes sense. All right. Oh, and then, like, fucking yeah, dollar store vanilla ice in the movie theater. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh boy, dude! Yep. This guy don't be dollar store vanilla ice in the fucking movie theater talking during the shit. Just they don't. use this at Alamo and those intro things one time. It was hilarious. Oh really? That's why I recognize it. Awesome shit. Uh huh. Alamo goes, has yeah. great intro. Um, then he says to the um, as he's narrating, "Let it out. Here it comes." Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> we don't need this narration anymore. We see a Ricky anywhere between the ages of 15 and 27 walking around with highlights in his hair. <laughs> yes, the 
surfing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Watching a couple picnic in the park, then start trying to canoodle, and unfortunately it turns... Same old shit. Sexual assault. Yep. Um, Ricky flashing to the mom. Yeah, yep, Ricky right, makes a right, mean right. face saying naughty. Goes off to kill Eddie, the 40-year-old teenager, when he's getting a beer from his Jeep. Ricky's in the car, and he runs his ass over, backs up, runs over again. But I'm like, hell yeah. He does it for like 15 minutes. Yeah, good. (laughs) And this time, unlike the first movie where Pam was like, how dare you? This woman's like, thanks. Thanks. (laughs) I'm like, hell yeah. And then they just walk away. (laughs) Yep. I... Yeah, and then as he, we go back to the scene with the psychiatrist, and he's like, "Going too fast for you, Doc? Red car? Good oh, yeah. points. Yeah, <laughs> I love these lines. Yeah, yeah, his lines are like angry Ace Ventura. Yeah, yes. He walks over, he looks down. Red car. Good point. Good point. You're <laughs> onto something, bro. Oh, it's gosh. So- <laughs> like, man, he's trying to be condescending. Okay. So, we he asked the psychiatrist if he's married, and he was like, yeah, my wife died. Then he talks about how his wife couldn't afford to give him to college. He's like, <laughs> sorry. My, my, old, my, old, my old woman couldn't, or what is it? My old lady couldn't afford to go to college. I had to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, so, we're now at 18-year-old Ricky looking like he's 30. He sees a man getting beat up in an alleyway, and everyone's favorite's coming up here. And this guy's beating him up, owing him money. Uh, yeah, damn, he's just wailing on him. Um, and the guy who's playing this like loan shark is putting everything into this role. Oh, yeah. oh man, he's loving it. Um, he's beating the hell out of him, and then Ricky sees him pull out the red scarf, and that's what triggers him. Yep, Not the red. guy getting his ass beat, the red scarf. Yep. So he stops him, and he's like, oh, you a wise guy, and then he starts beating his ass up, and the guy starts punching Ricky, and he's like, not feeling it. He's just like, it's like a Jason <laughs> type shit. But his face shit. gets angrier yeah, every like, time. Yeah, because yeah, his <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> turn into angry caterpillars yes. big time, and then he finds an umbrella. And he sticks him through with the umbrella and opens it on the other side, and it is awesome. And Dustin, what happens after this umbrella opens on the other guy's side? Dude, it's so awesome. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking stabs the umbrella through, opens it up, it's all bloody and everything. And he walks away, and then it starts raining. It's, that was another, yeah, just <laughs> awesome. And they zoom in it, on the umbrella, and his little red scarf is, like, hanging on it. Yeah. yeah covered in blood. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, amazing. What do you think, James, of this umbrella kill here? Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That was very creative. Very, very creative. creative. That very is cool. like someone wanted to reenact a video game, and they're like, <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it, put it in the movie. Yeah, do it live. <laughs> yeah, great. Let's so uh, he was born in '65, and this came out in '87. So he's he's only like 20, 22. Oh, okay. Playing hmm. an 18. He just looks older in the '80s. I don't. Yeah. I'm just making. I mean, shit he's up. also like <laughs> fucking. He's beefy. Buffed up. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Would this get fucking guy. Jesus, noise the hell out of me. But luckily, probably my favorite kill mole. Yes. <laughs> so we're back to the psychiatry's office, and he, the psychiatrist, Doctor Bloom, is sweating his ass off like dang and Ricky's letting the psychiatrist know he's not gonna open up for him and the doctor's like you know (laughs) if if he knows why he's there he's like I'm not gonna talk to you more 
And the doctor gives a picture of Jay. He's like, this, what about Jennifer? And he's like, the only person he ever cared about. And then his angry face. Um, you see him riding on his bike, and he's riding around. I spent, I think most of the budget went into the tracking shots of him on the highway. Yeah. And he's parking, all of a sudden he starts to back up, and boom, runs through a bike, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna, oh, and he meets Jennifer, and they have a little, <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're driving off, and then we're making love, side boobs, and half a butt cheek, mm-hmm. and Isn't now, hits his, his butt cheek, isn't it? Oh, both butt cheeks. Yeah, you yeah. get a little... Both a little bit of cheeks I, I on noticed, both. I noticed his butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see his butt cheeks. Ricky. They're now... So now they're... Wa- Those Ricky cheeks. <laughs> We're now seeing a movie. They're watching a movie, I mean. And some ass... <laughs> no, it's... Now here's what's great. <laughs> here's what's great. They're watching a movie, but the movie... Is the first part of part one yeah. when the Santa kills the convenience store clerk. Yeah. And before that movie, they're watching a preview for a movie called Chaos. Chaos. It's like, <laughs> and I, I shared that. Uh, I think it was on our Instagram. I shared that scene on our Instagram. It was it's great. It's, it's awesome. Like, what? More action. More suspense. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Amazing. So as they're getting ready to watch the movie, this asshole in the back is like throwing his popcorn like dun, 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 like saying all this stupid yeah. shit. <laughs> like when you go to like a movie theater that's not Alamo and there's kids in the back just won't shut the hell up yeah. and they're like ah, yeah that kind of stuff. So the guy in the back's obnoxious as hell and Ricky's stewing. You see his face getting all scrunched up. <laughs> Jennifer tells him that hey I love you and they're about to kiss and the dude in the back says ha ah, and he calls him a an F word. Yeah, he's all like, oh, you gonna kiss her or what? He's yeah. All like, <laughs> and I'm like, like yeah, he gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> so, all of a sudden he says, punish, gets up, and <laughs> walks away. He gets up and walks away, yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, Jennifer God. sees Chip. 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 Fucking Chip. Chip. Chip's... The most 80s looking man on the planet. He's saying they should get back together, reminisce about their mating ritual. And she tells him to go away. <laughs> and we're, we're in the back now. That guy keeps talking to his friend. It's like, yeah, well, I bet they're going to do this. See, they're still dead. Hey, man. All of a sudden, he turns again. Ricky's staring right at him with angry caterpillar eyebrows. And all of a sudden, like, we hear this tussle and you see his feet going up. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he says naughty. He's like, naughty, naughty. <laughs> This, oh, and this perk of this great. Oh, boy. We'll get to this, because everything from these next five minutes are this is gold. the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, he, I guess, kills the guy who is, I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. And yeah! He, he comes from the other side after Chip leaves with his girlfriend. Did, and Yeah, Chip's sitting there trying to get back with Jennifer, and then like, but he's there with another chick who's just standing there, like, "What the fuck are you?" Chip's doing? not a good guy. He's we not can a good tell. Guy. Yeah. No. So uh, Ricky comes back to the other side and says, "I'm beginning to like this picture." He calls it a picture. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what happened to the guy in the back? Nobody else questioned what just happened. Yeah, everybody's thankful. Yeah. Probably oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Good point. They had that moment, like the lady with the red jeep. It was like, what "Thank was- you." 
<laughs> Thanks. 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 All right. You're welcome. I mean, yeah, pretty, yeah. And he's doing justice. Yeah. That's, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. For moviegoers everywhere. Yeah. They're walking, and, and Jennifer and him are hanging out. All of a sudden, they run into Chip. This must be a small ass town. They see Chip working on his car, and Chip turns on, like, ah, oh, what are you doing, this mongoloid? <laughs> Ricky and Chip are starting to fight it out, and then he, oh, this, this scene. Good. I'll let one yeah. of you guys describe this killer kill because it's it's my favorite uh yeah we just we just watched it um mm-hmm. so he's working on his car and he's trying to jump his battery or something you got you got the with the cable the there other, and everything there's no other car uh, yeah that's what i was wondering it's like what are you What's fucking trying doing? to do i don't think they had like a jumper boxing in the 80s did they i don't know oh they might have he's got jumper cables and it doesn't make sense because why should it it doesn't they- need to <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. then so Ricky just takes one and he like just grabs him and shoves it in his mouth or he does it clamp it to his teeth yeah no it comes to his tongue oh god clamps it to his tongue while the other parts Ugh. clamp to the battery and this it just like shocks the shit out of him and his eye just blows oh up that was out of his sunglasses excellent. it's so awesome that was so good probably the best kill in this one I don't know and yeah, because that happens. That and the umbrella scene are amazing. I bought and then Jennifer's oh, like, yeah, "Oh, the I hate man. you! I hate you!" And he says, "Punish!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then she's—he starts choking her, and she yeah. goes—he goes cross-eyed while killing her for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. He's oh, like, he like rips off the antenna from Chip's car, and, and like, yeah, choking her, her with it yeah. in the middle of the day in some yeah. nice California neighborhood or whatever. And then all of a sudden, a cop comes up, looking like Major Doofy from Scary Movie. <laughs> He's very incompetent. He's like, I know how to use this. <laughs> right <laughs> there. Here, let's listen to him. Let's be real civilized about this. Like, he's got his hat t- tipped to the side. Okay. That's Ricky saying, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Right in the head. And then our laugh. Wait, wait. <laughs> I don't we should just let this play for a second. Yeah, I think yeah. the listeners need to enjoy yeah. this moment. The music, the scowls. So and <laughs> what the hell is all that noise? What's going on out there? Oh. Motherfucker. Now, some of you probably just heard that part and like, oh, this move. Like, yeah. yeah. This I've is, seen the gif. 
Oh, yeah, everyone it has. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah, people probably seen this clip and they're like, what is that? That Wait, yeah. is Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part, part two. 2. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as you can hear from the movie, he's just walking down the street, shooting everyone he gets, except for this little kid that's right. coming up to him now. Thank goodness. But, you know. Excuse me, mister. Excuse me, mister. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, okay, that's thoughtful of him. I mean, he, she's not taking out her garbage, right. and she's not saying what the hell's going on here, so she's yeah. going to leave her alone. That was the, <laughs> some dude well, yeah, What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Boom! Did <laughs> <laughs> you see that laugh? <laughs> He's got a crack shot, well, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. He pretty much just turns into a cartoon Bingo. character, and... Walks like, the dude, got hit by like, so he when they did this fuck. stunt, that actually almost hit him. So that that's true. That <laughs> damn, uh, yeah. I, I I saw that fact. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it was really yeah, it was close. Really I mean, close. Yeah, just watching <laughs> it now, it's like whoa, it like, yeah, whoa, dude. So for those of you who have no idea what we're looking at, so this cop that was you know, oh, did he shoot that on, car because it's red? I think yep, so. Yeah. Yep. 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 That makes sense. So. Um, this cop's coming up to arrest him after after killing the you know Chip and Jennifer, and um, he's like, I know how to use this, and he takes the gun from him and shoots the cop in the head. Then he starts walking down the street, laughing maniacally, keeps walking, and sh- what and the hell's going on out there? Boom! One guy down. He goes to see one guy take down his garbage, and as you heard, the best line in the movie, "Garbage day!" Huh? Shoots the guy <laughs> taking his trash out. Ridiculous. The little girl he leaves alone. Then he sees a red car, shoots it. It like explodes. And then he's walking, strolling around. All of a sudden, cops are finally there doing their job, and they see him. And they're <laughs> the laugh. As he's laughing, by the way, at this point, I said he's like a Batman villain from the nineteen sixties yeah. Adam West show. Yeah. <laughs> he puts a gun to his head, but out of bullets. No mas. I like when he does that, they all start being like, don't do it, it's not worth it, it's not worth it, man. So you were just about to kill him. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So now we're back in the office. (laughs) (laughs) The back talking to a psychiatrist, young and stupid, that was my problem. He, He puts out a cigarette on Jennifer's picture, so dramatic. And then we see, oh my gosh, he's talking to a dead psychiatrist. Henry Bloom is no more. And then he gets out of the room, and you hear this guy scream, Oh my god, he's loose! (laughs) (laughs) He's a zoo animal. (laughs) (laughs) I I started dying at that part. (laughs) And then we see a nun talking to the police chief again, and they're talking about how Mother Superior has retired. And all of a sudden we hear Salvation Army Santa that sounds like a mixture between Tony Soprano and... I don't know what's going. He's like, "Hey, Merry Christmas!" Ah, and all of a sudden, de- dead. Um, we see that we hear someone putting the Santa suit on. We find out it's Ricky, and he goes to the phone to make a phone call, and he just says, "Santa's back," and then leaves it <laughs> there, and doing that weird fucking laugh. <laughs> um, so now we go to Mother Superior. By the way, a lot has just happened right now. Yeah. So, what do we all think of Ricky escaping and the, and like his killing spree and all of that? Where, where are you at with this, James, at this point in the movie? It's like the best part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember watching up to this part and you kind of think like, okay, it's like done. And then it's not. So, I think like after this, it's just like, get on with it. 
you oh, know? Yeah. Well, here we go, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> After you've rewatched pretty much all of the first movie and you get to the this good part, it's like, okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> let's wrap it up. Here we go. Yeah. So we find out that who, who, you know, who he called was Mother Superior. And dang, uh, she's got some shit on her face. Yeah, but uh, they say like, oh, she had a stroke, but her face looks like, like she laid down on an oven. Yeah. Like a hot stove. Like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's unfortunate for poor Mother Superior, but you know she is a bitch, is what they say. So she she's like you know finding out with that kid, and then she sees kids playing around outside. She turns on the TV to the Christmas parade, and they're like, ah, oh, sacrilege, yeah. heathens! <laughs> like they're just in they're just in a parade. They're not like you know having sex with Santa or something. Just calm down. <laughs> Um, we see kids playing outside and there's a little like toy Santa all of a sudden he gets stomped by Ricky and bro- or broke with an axe and we hear the ha 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 again <laughs> and all of a sudden um, we're getting near the end of the movie now Mother Superior is about to get lit with some Jameson then Ricky breaks down her door with an axe and I love when you put this in there what's on her door? her address yeah her address 666 six, six, six. Six. I'm like hey I was like uh, Okay. Like, would she really agree to live there? No! <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's boy. no way. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, a little inside Am I seeing joke. this? And it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the door is open. That yeah. They happen. show it a few times, and at one point the yeah. nun comes in, she looks at the door, she's like, and then keeps walking. <laughs> 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 like, wait okay. a minute. Um, yeah, so he starts looking for Mother Superior in the house, and he's like, I got a present for you. And it's funny, as a Shining reference comes up, because she's in the oh, bathroom, and yeah. he starts whacking at the door, and he's, like, looking in. And his, some of the stuff he says, he's like, come on, let me in. <laughs> he gets in, breaking everything in sight. Mother Superior has somehow snuck by him. She is really in crafty for in a wheelchair. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, yeah. She's zooming around, wheeling down. She rolls down the stairs when he tries to hit her, like, rolls down. And I laugh really hard at that. I know that's not nice, but just... It was, it was funny. It was funny as hell. And it's good to see. You just want to see her rolling down the stairs head first. And then she's rolling away in the kitchen. She grabs a knife, and Mother Superior ain't fucking around. Like, oh, no. So she comes out to find where Richard is, and he's nowhere to be found. She yells out, you are weak just like your brother. She said, you must be punished. And in comes Ricky. She says, you're being naughty. And he says, naughty this. Naughty this. That's a great line. And then Renacops come running in to look for him. As they're looking for him, they see Mother Superior sitting at the table. And all of a sudden, her head falls off. Cool. Then the sheriff and another cop see Ricky. And they start lighting into him. And he flies through the glass door. It ends with the sheriff seeing the nun pass out and says, hey, it's over. She looks over and sees the head of (laughs) Mother Superior and starts screaming. And then we see Ricky smiling at the camera. The end. The end. The end. Wow. Okay, scenes that stick out for you guys. James, what scenes particularly stick out? I mean, we know we talked about one in particular, but... Of course, like the whole garbage day, the whole, like, that montage of him acting like a fucking cartoon character with the gun like he's Yosemite Sam Mm -hmm. that's great pretty much any time he's in the psych with the psychiatrist and he's just like delivering those one liners and his Mm -hmm. eyebrows are furious yeah excellent oh yeah excellent oh it's great Mm -hmm. what do you think Dustin I actually kind of wrote the same thing every Mm -hmm. response to the doctor in the beginning I don't sleep 
what do you think? You're Shrek number 13. Red and car. Then, I, I, don't think, I don't think we said this one. New tape. When he's like changing <laughs> oh, yeah. the tape over. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. I yeah. wonder if that was like written in or if he improvised some of that. He uh, might have. I don't know. Some genius came up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I hope they in the script say, "All right, you're gonna go walk down the street. Guy's gonna be taking out his garbage. You have to say garbage day." It's like, how do you want me to deliver that line? Eh, You know, like you want to be like a maniacal killer. He's like, "Okay, how about like this? Garbage day. That's perfect." (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like a little condescending, but yeah, yeah. And um, I love how performances from actors that stick out. We just have. Ricky's eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, the I agree. That's all I, that's all I put. The star of the I, movie. I never noticed it the first time I watched it, and then you said something before I watched it again. And yeah. It's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. It, impressive. It is, because, like. That would I was, hurt. I was trying to tell, like, tell and show Addy what he does, and I'm just like, I don't even know how this guy does it. It's just. I can't move my eyebrows that much. No, no it's actually impressive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, fun fact: um, the woman who played Jennifer is Elizabeth Elizabeth Keaton, who is in Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven as the the girl who's does the you know the telekin- telekinesis. Oh, the main chick. Oh. Oh wow. Uh huh. I, I think I have that right, wow. listeners. If I'm wrong, I just know she's in it. Maybe I'm I'm mixing up my blonde women from late '80s movies, but I was pretty sure that she was that. Let's see. Check me on that one. Um, yeah, so special effects that are awesome. I think the umbrella and the you know the um, bolt to the you know um, the jumper cable jumper to cable the to, that was excellent. Yeah, that, that was very creative. Mm-hmm. That and the umbrella were both great. I mean, a lot of good, pretty pretty decent stuff, but those two in particular were great. Yeah, there's none flying down the stairs. Damn. Um, yeah, I don't then, think so. Oh, no? Okay. Well, she's in the movie. She yeah, she's be... in the movie. Okay, my bad. She's not the telekinesis girl. They just look very similar, but she's in the movie. That's for sure. She must be one of those that just randomly die from Jason. And uh, overall feeling about it, I simply put, garbage day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So the music was done by Michael Armstrong and lots of piano work with a little bit of 80s vibes and some synth and stuff. It's, I don't think it sticks out as much in the first movie because they wrote whole songs for yeah. the first one yeah. that are bangers. But this one's just kind of like, yeah, they've got like the typical horror, horror fair, yeah. stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, that's really it for sound. I mean, there wasn't wasn't anything that stuck out too much. There was no like main theme. It was just a lot of like the horror tropes, like like high synth and string noise. Oh, and no, no, she plays uh, Robin <clears throat> oh. in part seven and she gets thrown out of the second story window. Oh, okay, yep. All right. Oh, darn. Yep, there she is. Don't, my bad. Okay, yep. she's oh, not yep. the telekinesis one. That's whoopsie. Um, all right, do you want to read our uh, actors and crew there? I didn't put most of them on there. I mean, the only one that really matters is Eric Freeman, who plays Ricky Caldwell. Yep. But then, yeah, we have Elizabeth, like you said, and we just figured out who she was. And Gene Miller playing Mother Superior. Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, Ricky's the only one that matters. And most of the actors and actresses from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, how about the crew? 
What do we got? Harvey Jenkins. 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 <laughs> Cinematography. Uh, Lee Harry as the editor. Christopher Biggs for he did special effects makeup and so he did that. He did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? She had a stroke. I I know. But, but why does she but have that? Doesn't and now yeah. she has snails on her face. That's I what know. I was thinking. I was like, they said that she had a stroke, but that doesn't. That doesn't happen. Mm. No, <laughs> when right. you have a stroke, just, that doesn't happen. No. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, Tassilo Bauer for special effects and did all the pyro work. Oh. A.K.A. the car thing. Oh, it's the only pyro okay. that's in there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And Tony Alderson, he did the rotoscope and special effects as well. The director. Mm-hmm. The movie had Lee Harry. He only has this movie. And another one called Street Soldiers. That's it. Did you look into Street Soldiers? I, it, yeah. I don't, I don't it's, know. It's I like The Warriors, it. if you ever heard of that or seen that movie, uh, but, but done poorly. But. He's mostly known for editing 1994 Street Fighter. Damn. Oh, That's wow. his claim to fame. Wow. That's it. Now, <laughs> I never here's, saw that one. Exactly. He's only been an editor for a number of movies, and I tried, I was like, okay, is he director for anything? He only directed, oh. yeah, one other movie, and that's Street Soldiers. Everything else, he's an editor, and fun fact... So for part two, the the people that wanted to make this did not have a lot of money. They could not afford a director, but they had an editor. So they told the editor, hey, you're directing this movie. So Lee, Lee, Harry got the part. You know what? Thank you, Lee. You Mm -hmm. fucking stood up and you did the job. Did we call him Lee Harvey earlier? Uh, Oops. (laughs) I don't know. Lee Harry. Lee Harvey. Lee Harry. Whoops, I called him. Lee Harvey all yeah. That's, that's, that's not it. I know you said it and then I repeated it. Lee like Harry. Respect. So yeah, um, that's his other movies, aka Street Soldiers, did not do well. It 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 was like just in theaters for a week and then went straight to VHS. So no, not Street so much there. Street Soldiers. I mean, yeah, did not do well. And there's no info on his directing style since he. This is it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one and done. One and done. Uh, directing style? One liners. One liners and eyebrows. And mm-hmm. eyebrows. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, perfect timing. We just finished um, Country of Origins, the US. There's no alternate names for the movie. It was just part two. Now, it said budget of $100,000. And I was like, that's very low. And then I looked it up. It's true. Um, they Damn. wanted a sequel and couldn't afford it. They literally like said, hey, Lee, we only have this money and we got to make it work. So he's like, oh, I have an idea. I will, <laughs> I will edit, since I'm an editor, I will edit parts of the first movie into the second one to get a hour and a 20 minute runtime. And there it was. Yep. So the Rotten Tomatoes score, 22% from critics, 28% from audience. You feel like that's all fair? I understand why people feel that way. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yes, yeah. I understand too. I'd probably give it maybe 35%. Mm, that's, yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. It is. It is. Yeah. It is really funny. Like, what, is are you trying to, what are you trying to get out of this movie? You know what I mean? doesn't need to have a message or anything yeah. it's just yeah garbage day so <laughs> so where can we watch it well it's on shutter for everybody pluto we shutter we got pluto tv and tubi and the roku channel and amazon prime or youtube 
All for free. Everywhere. YouTube, it is edited. They do blur tits and blank oh, out the F word. See, I watched a version of Blood Rage on YouTube, and it was all edited and everything. And I, yeah. So maybe stay away from YouTube yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, or, oh, and it says it has ads on YouTube, so fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or you worse. Can, you know, be spontaneous and buy your loved one this for Christmas. You should. Uh, yes. Blu-ray is only $16.50. So yeah. Put that in a stocking. <laughs> Naughty this. Naughty. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. So yeah. anything um, to Kelly? add to this, James, as we wrap oh. up here yeah. for part one, part two, or this series in general? I think like if I had to recommend either of these to anyone, in my opinion, I would say watch part two. And if you are like partial to it, or if you give a shit, then watch part one. Because mm -hmm. I feel like at doing it that way, it's almost like part one has bonus things. Mm. You get more story. If you give a shit about story, watch part one. If you just want to watch some fucking weird shit, watch part two. Mm. I like that. Yeah, mm. and you said this is one you watch every year. I this have, is yeah. like a cherished part of your. Probably gonna give it a break for a while. But... <laughs> <laughs> Just say yeah. Till oh, next boy. Year. Yeah, I think I've I've probably seen it like six or seven times. Hey, that's impressive. There's only one other movie I've seen more than Look that. that. Film clips from Silent Night, Deadly Night, provided courtesy of Slay Ride Incorporated. <laughs> hey, Slay Ride. That's awesome. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> Young boys sledding, older, older boys sledding. Killer Santa. Mmm. There you go. Charles Other Dukov. mothers. Huh. Nice. Ricky at 14. He was supposed to be 14. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wait uh, a Wait a Wait, no. what? That must have been. 14, like. Was that when he the ran end. the guy over? Because it's a younger version of him i guess oh that's confusing that's confusing because it would almost make sense for him to be 14 when he's at the end of the first movie you know when he's still in the orphanage mm. yeah but he know. looks like 10 he does look 10 yeah but then everywhere yeah. else he looks 30 so like you think when he had the shitty blonde bangs oh was 14? that's yeah that's that, what i'm thinking yeah he's 14 old ricky wow okay if you know the answer please let us know <laughs> please let us know. so kill it watch it Buy it, everyone. What do you think? Watch it. Yeah, I'd say watch it. I might end up buying it. I got fucking yeah. three, four, <laughs> five. Buy it if that's like your thing. If you like a shitty movie. Yeah, I at first I really didn't like this, and I was like, okay, I, I you know, I, I just I liked the first one, and then getting near the end, I'm like, okay, I see what's going on now, and I appreciate it, and now it's something I might you know get back to at some point so i'd say watch it especially in the christmas season yeah yeah mm -hmm. and that's that's silent night deadly nights part one and two we did it we, made we it. did it all righty that's gonna be it for this week thank you so much for joining us and if you enjoyed this episode please give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast so you can help us get in front of a wider audience. Yes, give us a like on Facebook, Instagram, follow us on Letterboxd, um, whether it's HFMN Podcast, or of course our own personal Letterboxd. You've got yours, which is... Uh, Spooky402. 
Message nine two two seven. James, do you have a letterbox? It's it's like I don't a know what it's, the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's an app that you it's like where you watch movies oh. and then you like collect like it's you it's can like do, a rating you can write system. Reviews, I do not, you can but rate now them, I'm going you can make to. lists. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. That's a good um, idea. Yes. But yeah, um, make sure to email us at TikTok. Eight, yeah, we got a TikTok oh, we got a TikTok now, now got a TikTok for the now. Gen mm. X Z. I don't know. There's like twenty year old Gen Z Z Y. Well, I don't know what generation. Gen Y Y Z. Gen Rush. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted or to really... if you're over the age of 60 and you know how to use an email, you can email us. Yes. At hfmmpodcast.gmail.com. Uh, we of have course. an email. We had an email. Yes. One email. No, I'm just One. kidding. <laughs> we have uh, actually we... had like five. <laughs> <laughs> Four of them being ads. So there you go. No, we were told, we got an email no, saying we, we were didn't. 117th in Thailand. And oh, then wow. we got. I know, right? And then we got an email um, asking for a request for a movie that we might have to do because it's our first request, so we should Ooh. do it. Yay! There we go. Well, James, thank you so much for yeah, joining thank us. Thank you this for having me. Fun. Yes, thanks thank for you. letting me do this. No, yeah, <laughs> thanks. This. No, it's been great. Thanks for letting me so. make you watch this glorious. Oh glorious no, I, mean, I appreciate what I was getting into. I'm like, appreciate that's it so totally much. cool. We could do that for Christmas. Yeah, I think it's perfect. What's coming up next, then, Dustin? Bloody New Year. Well, new Year, evil, bloody evil, evil New Year. I don't know. It's freaking. Um, a horror movie about New Year, oh. which New by the time that episode comes out, it'll be 2024. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. No, it'll be, that'll Blood. come out December 29th, and it's Bloody New Year. Yeah. Ah, Bloody New Year. With, uh, there's the, that's the yeah. cover of the movie. Isn't that great? Oh, that is it's great. It's going to be really, really bad. But in Oh, yeah, it's going to be bad, but it's like there's not that many New Year's horror movies so that'll be perfect i think this was the first one that popped up and it's okay well let's do it fuck it you know it doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be great movies on here we've we seen shit we've on seen some really shitty ones on this program yep <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much for joining us that's okay. it uh, you're kevin and i'm dustin and, and that's james that's james yep and this has been the horror flicks and music mix podcast